My mum always said life was like a box of chocolates. I am Iron Man. I see dead people. May the force be with you. To infinity and beyond! I will not die sober! Welcome to the world-famous Shrimp Oreo. My name is Boone. I'll be your server today. Would you like to hear our daily specials? Yes, please. We got shrimp. We got kanji. We got a shrimp kanji that won't quit. The captain. Where is the captain? Let me go get him. What's up, my new customers? I'm Captain Boone, the owner, chef, and chief financial officer of the Shrimp Oreo. How can I help you? Hey, guys. This is Pop Horror Review, the movie podcast. I am Matt, along with Jimmy and Kelly. Hi. Hi. You guys said the same time. Say it again. Hi. Hi. Okay. We're back for a extravaganza, <laughs> as Jimmy calls it. What is it? I never called it an extravaganza. I know, but I feel like you would have for this episode, because you really like this movie. I did really like this movie. We're talking about Rye and the Last Dragon. Um, it's on Disney+, Plus, Premiere Access, and also in theaters. Did it do well? Uh, right now, it's doing about $8 million. It's not doing as well as I thought it would. I wonder how much it's doing on Premiere Access. $8 million, like worldwide or just no, domestic? No, U.S. Domestic. I don't think that's that bad considering they were they they happened. wanted at least ten like they were they were like projecting ten million and now they're it's not as as ten million they were projecting that's pretty high to Wait, be honest but also it, they're making so much I feel like they're gonna make most of their money through Premier Access anyway I don't know I mean I mean most more people have Disney Plus but like Tom and Jerry did like fourteen million. But no one has HBO Max for some reason. But it was free. Like, but it's free on HBO Max. I know, but HBO Max. That's if you have HBO Max, too. Like, I think the thing is, is that people don't want to, like, HBO Max doesn't have enough to warrant people to to subscribe for Tom and Jerry. I think we'll see once Mortal Kombat and Congress Godzilla comes out. Justice League. Oh, that's, no, no, no. I mean, box office wise. Oh, I don't know. I, I guess. Yeah, you're right. Box. That's not box office. Let's get back to Raya. I'll read a little summary. In a realm known as Kumandra, a reimagined Earth inhabited by ancient civilizations, a warrior named Raya is determined to find the last dragon. The drink is called the Lone, the lone Warrior, and it is uh, Campari, simple syrup, orange juice, lemon juice, and mango hard seltzer. What's Campari? Uh, let's do a little... Let's do do a you little... just throw a liquid into the drink? No, I, ha- I had Campari. something. Uh, no, it, it is um, an Italian alcoholic liquor. Um, it's for, like, spritzes. Oh, okay. Okay, well, how was it? It was good. I was drinking, you... Is that what you're drinking now? Or? No, this is for a different thing. I'm, what one is like that for? He is never drinking the drink that he, <laughs> he made for what the is movie that for? anymore. I have to say, ever since like we started doing through Zoom, like I'm about like seven drinks ahead. What, what drink is that? This is for Falcon Winter Soldier. Let me let me try the Falcon Winter Soldier drink. It tastes like a Jack and Coke. It's a variation of that, but you'll find out when you listen to Falcon Winter Soldier. Anyway, um... I would say the Rotten Tomato. It's ninety-five for critics, but um, it's not. It's uh, it was not available for audiences. So I don't know if. What do you mean? Everywhere I looked, I couldn't find what the audience score was. Well, I think IMDb had like an eight point something last night when I checked. Is so. it? I, I I forgot you can do. Is IMDb through? Is that audiences? That's audience. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was never sure if it was audiences or critics. No, that's audience. So it could be. Because I was like, ooh, is no. One? I was like, well, that's not bad. From what we were saying before, I was like, uh oh, is no one watching on Disney Plus or on um. Uh, whatever it's called in theaters. No. Nope. Would it be surprised though if not a lot of people like bought did the premiere access through Disney Plus for this movie? Because it's just kind of like I don't know. I feel like the Disney Plus releases, like especially since Mulan, it makes people kind of wary to spend that extra money for a movie that may not be that great. Um, it's oh, well, it's at a seven point seven, 
oh, on okay. IMDb. But the only thing is with this one that helps it, I think, is because it ha- it's as of right now, it's having a very good word of mouth, I feel like. Yes. So I feel like that's what differs from Mulan. I have a feeling it's because they're hoping that Asian audiences, especially ones that are um, in Asia, like the Disney Plus subscribers, are going to go bonanza with, like, Premier Access. Maybe. I mean, this is a. I feel like this is a better thing than Mulan. I feel like this is a better entry well it's a better it's it's a better movie yes i think mulan just pooped the bed it was just not a good movie i mean it wasn't terrible but they missed the mark yeah but let's get into raya did we like it yes i loved raya it's i've watched it three times already it's really good i had to say like it took me like i it was a good movie the whole time but like you know when like you realize i'm like you're like sitting at a movie i mean watching when you're like wow this is really good i it didn't take me till like maybe after her like the origin part like like once they actually got into like what like the 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 when she's older mm-hmm. that's when i was like oh wow this is actually really good and like i feel like disney should take notes maybe their animated movies shouldn't be all musicals maybe they should be a mix of musicals and action movies because i feel like they do a pretty good job they've done action movies like this before though not disney they? princesses though mulan but also that's a musical though this but was is, this, this is, was like is, a strictly no music is she considered a princess raya yeah she's yeah, the 13th she's a princess, princess. Oh, she is considered a technical princess. Mm-hmm. They should, it's the th- well, they call her a princess. She's the princess of heart. Oh, that too. So I guess is is what's um Gem- Gemma Chan's is that Namari? Is that Namari? Is she a princess yeah. technically then? Technically, did you see what she Kelly- is technically? Did you see what Kelly Marie Tran said? No, she's a, she's assuming her character is gay. So I'm assuming Namari. I feel like they're they because they had very uh they had some chemistry there. As much as animated characters can have, they had some chemistry. I mean, I didn't get that at all. I got that vibe. I thought they were gonna be together. Honestly, like I, I felt the vibe. I didn't like. It wasn't like front and center, but I was like, it's like you see their chemistry, and you're like, oh, okay. But then when you read that article, I was like, oh, I can really see that if that's the way they're going. But they're very ambiguous with it. Same with like Elsa. Elsa doesn't mean. make any sense. Like, there's no reason why. Like, at least in this movie, it's kind of like if you did see it. Well, Jimmy has a really bad like he. he <laughs> I should have said that you have really bad gaydar, and you know that. Yeah, I do. My theory is that that um that's that's as far as Disney will allow it. Little by little, I feel like Disney's like because they they they've had like the they used to just have like the throwaway line, and then they had like in Finding Dory, the well, Pixar, but it's still Disney. They had the two cut the two women being a couple and in it the was aquarium like, and onward, and then onward was a more of a throwaway. Onward was where they kept hyping it up, and it was like one second. What was that onward you're talking about? No, that was uh, no Star Wars. Star Wars. Kel- What's her name? Kelly Marie Tran. Kelly right? Marie Tran. I remember. I mean, I'm happy for her because I feel like she got a lot of like unnecessary hate for Star Wars, which she really like. Did, she was the best part of the Last Jedi, but she really didn't do much to like warrant like what and like wait what? I'm not saying she was terrible. She was not the best part. She of She was Last one Jedi. of my favorite parts of the Last Jedi. That was the worst. The Last Jedi, the whole line with Rose, the whole storyline with Rose and Finn was literally is literally one of the most maligned storylines out of the entire Skywalker saga. But I liked her, like I liked Kelly Marie Tran in the in the film. Okay, like, you like the character? Yeah. She personally was good. Yes. I don't know why people like roasted her for. I don't even remember the reason why people roasted her from Star Wars. Yeah. I, I honestly remember. think it's because she kissed Finn and they were trying to make like a love thing between them. And people are expecting Finn and Ray, so like I think it was just a bunch of stupid ass teenagers. Oh, so, and then Ray went on to kiss her brother, brother, whatever that is, whatever that happened there. But um, <laughs> so I'm glad. Like I'm hoping this like brings back like 
the love for her because I was like, you know what, you you had a bad entry into Hollywood. Although I do feel bad for the original voice actress Cassie Steele. Well, I was gonna say that when I when me and Jimmy were at D twenty three, remember we were at Disneyland, I think, when like they were doing the movie stuff, and I was like, oh, they announced this new movie with Aquafina, and I was like, this actress who I'm not really familiar what with. What has she been in? Cassie She's Steele. from Degrassi. Oh, and Degrassi. Then, and then all of a sudden, I remember and like the L.A. complex. And I remember I was like, okay, it's her. I was like, cool. And then, um, and then like I think in 2020 they announced that it was her again. Yeah, August. Yeah. All of a sudden, August 2020. They were like, oh, Kelly Marie Tran is the voice of Raya, and I was like, mm, didn't no. they already like announce the voice of Raya? Well, apparently I read into it. They said they changed the character, so they changed the voice. Let's be honest. They picked Kelly Marie Tran because she was also Vietnamese, and Cassie Steele. As far as I'm concerned, she may be Filipino, but I think she is Hispanic. So she's not of Asian descent. No, I, I think I think she was Filipino because I looked into that. I was curious. They changed the character. If she was supposed to be Hispanic and then they changed it no, to... she was never supposed to be Hispanic. I, I don't know. I, would, I didn't really follow the, the movie. It was always supposed to be recently. in Southeastern oh, Asia. Oh, okay. I didn't know yeah. that. So I didn't know. Maybe that's what they changed it for. It's just weird because if you ever hear Cassie Steele like, speak... They have very similar voices, so it's just kind of strange that they would replace her. So the only reason I could think of without Disney outwardly saying it is because Kelly Marie Tran is more well-known to be of Asian descent because she is Vietnamese. I'm not bashing Cassie Steele because I love Degrassi and I love her. It's just if you hear her voice, it's like almost they have very similar voices. Oh, really? Yeah, like very similar so like literally go go watch like a clip of her speaking and be like yeah there's no way i would have even been able to decipher between the two well i i was looking at wikipedia just to like find info for the movie after i watched it and apparently there's a controversy for this movie that there's not enough southeastern asian cast members they're uh, they're they're i think they're just um like like japanese eastern asian eastern she's the only vietnamese one benedict wong Daniel, De- Benedict Wong is Chinese. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's Chinese, especially with the last name Wong. I mean, I could be wrong, but she, he's, I, I, he's Chinese. Maybe he's something else. Daniel Day Kim is Korean. Sandra Oh is Korean. Who's Sandra Oh? And Gemma Chan is Chinese. She was. She's the mother. The mother. Bang. Yeah. Oh, I was like, you know, she sounds I familiar, I, but I was like, I couldn't put it together. I couldn't tell the different voices apart, so I, I had issues there. The only like voice I was like, oh, that's Aquafina, but other than that, I was like, I don't know who anyone else is. Yeah, but I rather most of them are Korean. Ross Butler, he's Korean. But I like when you don't know the voices, because then, like, for some reason, when, I, when they have very distinct voices, and you know exactly who they are. Sometimes it takes me out of it. No, but they made the characters look like them. Aquafina, Except- yeah, she even had like the gap in her teeth. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Daniel Day Kim too. And then even if you look closely at Gemma Chan's character and Sandra Oh, you can see it in their eyes. The only one that didn't look like the character is Kelly Marie Tran. I thought she kind of looked like her a little bit, like mm-hmm. re- like resemblance. No, I don't think so. No. No. Um, no. Hey, what's up? I'm Jess. And I'm Shauna. And we're the hosts of Cheers to Beers, a beer podcast run by two beer professionals. We're certified Cicerones, craft beer judges, and founders of Seattle Beer School. We interview brewers. Basically, it was kind of like drinking sherry. (laughs) Yeah, at that point. But like, I don't know, sherry's pretty good though. (laughs) And after your 
freaking 20 Orvals in. You're yeah, like, nah. like who, care, who cares at this point? <laughs> Artists who work for breweries. was literally like Mirror Pond, Blue Pepe Creek. There's like no middle ground. That's great. Bartenders, management, and everyone in between. We're not German. Well, Wait, what is it? Your last name? My last name is Keller, so I guess I, I have some <laughs> German blood in me. <laughs> but Keller beer, it's your beer. It is my beer. And sometimes it's just us waxing poetic. More like unable to shut up. About everything beer. How far do you think you could throw a pumpkin? Mm. Like I'm talking like a jack lantern size. I don't know, 40 feet? Is that, 40 feet? <laughs> is that far? Yes. That's okay. <laughs> You're some sort of monster. Want to learn more about craft beer in all its glory? Or maybe you're new to beer and want a comfortable place to learn more. We got you. Catch us every other Wednesday on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Cheers! I mean, let's get back to the movie. I, I, I really enjoyed it, but it gave me vibes of a lot of, like, a lot of different movies. Just, like, hints. Like, it gave me vibes of, like, Avatar because of, like... The Last Airbender. The Last Airbender. It gave me vibes of, like... Yes, just, yes. Just because of um the stone thing. It gave me vibes of Infinity War... Because of how everyone, like, instead of dusted, they went to stone. There uh, was one it gave me, uh, what was it? I got Moana. That's Mostly why I didn't be- like the beginning. I didn't like the beginning animation because of that. Well, because that's what, the beginning when they're retelling the story, I was like, this is very Moana yeah. and, like, uh, Maui, stuff like that. And I was like, ooh, I really hope that they're not going to rip off Moana. But then that's why I think it became the, wow, I really liked it after, like, the six-year jump. No, yeah, because I was literally like, this is literally the same exact story as Moana. And they're doing the same thing because like Disney's not doing that. Like Coco started off with like an animation, Moana, and now we got Raya. So it's like, I feel like it's, oh, and also didn't um Onward started that way too. Is that like a new thing now with, that you Disney's doing? Like, uh, they start off animations like to tell the beginning of the story. Did I, I don't think Onward I did. I don't remember. I just rewatched no, it. I don't think it no, did. No, on when Onward was talking about, I think it did, didn't it? When it was talking about all the old mythical creatures and how they used to do stuff. No, I just watched it. They, it's regular like animation. Okay, but like Moana and um, what else did I just say? Coco and stuff. They started hey, that way. I haven't seen that but in be- a while. But because Moana started that way, I was like, this is like the same story in my opinion. So I was, then I like, my, my expectations kind of went down from there. <laughs> also the editing sometimes, the choices they made were a little weird. Yeah, I, um, I realized that Alan uh, Tudyk once again plays animals. They, Disney like hires him just for the animal noises, he's like the John Ratzenberger of the Disney animation, but just for animals. No, he's frozen. He played the uh, oh, um, oh, what's his name? The, Wesselton. Yeah, the count. But I'm saying like in Moana, he played uh, the 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 chicken and the pig. Here he played Tuck Tuck, which I was watching. I watched it and uh, I was I was like, that's gonna be a very popular toy. I think they already Tuck-tuck? have like food. Yeah. With Tuck Tuck and, and Disney and Animal Kingdom. I was, no, I mean, also, I'm just like, I, I, he's just adorable. They, they, like, uh, it was, also the animation was beautiful, the colors, it was just, and this was all from The animation home. was good, but I, fa- I did find a little issue. I felt like their mouths didn't always match up with their, with the words. I, I actually like, noticed that a couple times. I'm like, did they just, like, not match this, sync this up? I noticed that, but like I was saying before, I wasn't sure if I was being taken out because I, like, recognized their voice. So I wasn't sure. I, but if you guys say it, probably that's what it was. I probably just was like thinking it was something else. But no, yeah. I was also thinking at the same time, like, where could they put this in Disney? Because I kind of want to... I almost want them to put this... If they ever need to get rid of Avatar World or the ride itself, Pan, uh, Flight of Passage, they can just put going through... um, Going through... 
Kumandra. Uh, Kumandra. Can I actually tell you? I was like all the different I was, lands. I was thinking where they can put a ride in, and I was thinking they should. They can make this the Indiana Jones ride in Orlando, where you're trying to get the different the the, the stones, okay, and I you're on Tuk Tuk. Ooh. So oh, that would stuff. be really good. So Disney Imagineer, um, it's. It is uh, Saturday, March six. <laughs> if if I notice in a couple of months or years that you do this, I will pull this back up, and you will be sued. And like all the handle, all the things you hold on to are his like horns. Yeah. Ryan the Last Dragon could be literally a great like window into actually making Beastly Kingdom, which they originally wanted to make for Animal Kingdom. Yes. Yeah. Oh, but they should. But that's what I think. They, I've heard rumors that this is we're just going all over the place today. But I heard rumors they're getting rid of Dino Land. So I was like, make that uh, Kumandra or as much as you can of it. Cause it's not that big of a space. But then actually, you walk pretty far to dinosaur to the to the dinosaur ride. Do yeah, because it's like weirdly in the corner of like nowhere. Like Jimmy, I never understand. Did that. you just come up with like a great idea? Oh my I'll, goodness. I'll call Bob. Was it JPEG? Bob JPEG. Yeah. I'll call Bob. Matt, can you 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 work for ABC? Can you get me a uh... Can you get me his number? See, like, I was just thinking the other day. I was like, I would love to be an Imagineer to, like, do these things. But... I will become an Imagineer now. I just created an Imagineer. Oh, that would ride. be so much. F- that would actually be a great. That would be a great thing, actually. Okay. But um, can we just talk about Sorry, let's go back to the movie. my favorite character, which was Aquafina, And one of my favorite things, I actually laughed out loud when 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 then she when she found out that she broke the, the gem. And oh, I screamed. Uh, I mean, not screamed, and, but I laughed, too. And. <laughs> When she oh, she goes, well, we still have a chunk of it. <laughs> oh, the puppy analogy. Goes, well, well, what if we lost a puppy? But don't worry, we still got a big chunk of it. Like I like lost it when she said that. Aquafina was just amazing. Whoever wrote the script did a really great job because I was like, this is actually funny. Like I am actually like laughing out loud to this. Like that hasn't happened in a, a while in a Disney movie where like I literally was like almost crying yeah. from like laughter. And I can see where they said, like, the original cut, like, if they hadn't cut anything, it could have been rated R. I, I saw that, too. There was, like, because broken bones and blood. I would have... Like, that one... It's, 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 it's not... It's, like, a dark film. It's not, like, the normal Disney Well, friendly. I wouldn't call it, like, dark. It's, well, Frozen... It's probably equal to Frozen 2. Dark level. Yeah, like, this... Mm, it, yeah, it, it I takes, guess so. It takes, like... Yeah, because, I mean, it's sacrifice, death. Disney knows how to, like, bum you out, but at the same time, you're, like, with a smile on your face. Like you're like, I feel oh, like, you're laughing yeah. at the same time. Like the farewell, Aquafina. It's Aquafina. Okay, wait. Okay. So I just uh, whoa, looked... whoa, whoa, whoa. What's it's like breaking news right now? Oh, no, I was just looking to see who wrote it. Um, there was two. There was two uh, writers. One of them has written was a writer on Crazy Rich Asians. Adele Lim, I think I'm going to pronounce. Her oh, name is that wrong. is that the woman who like they wouldn't give her as much money as like the white writers for Crazy Rich Asians? Uh, yeah, that... she's the pay. She's the one with the pay issue. Um, yeah, and the other one, the other one, it was two writers on this film. Um, the other one didn't really, nothing big. So. so Disney was like, "We'll take you, don't worry." But also, once again, this shows that when you, when you have a majority of like, uh, Asian influence, you can make a great movie. When you ask the people who the movie's about, they'll give you the right answers. Yeah, you mean to say Julia Roberts would not have made a good Harriet Tubman? <laughs> we'll never know. We'll, we'll never, never know. know. But like, no. But this also like shows like. I don't think any of the let me wait before I say that I want to make sure I don't think any of the directors were Asian but like as long as you have them contributing to the film like you're gonna get a great product I mean it usually. would have been people nice people who are doing the world building yeah exactly exactly building. it would have been nice for Asian directors but I mean at least they had an uh, Asian cast and Asian writers and 
But what so. but what I'm saying is, yes, you you might not have an Asian director, but you you have the right people to surround you with. Yeah. So. But yeah. let's 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 put this out here. Just because this is a movie that is about that takes place in Asia and the characters are Asian, doesn't mean that an Asian director has to direct it. Yeah. It's all about the director being respectful of the work and understanding what their job is to bring the writers and producers story to life. So let's just put that out there, not saying that someone, an Asian person has to direct this Asian movie. Like, mm-hmm. that's just not, we're not going to say that. Let's be honest, like probably like the director had the writers help too. Like, and you had the people, or probably yeah. uh, the cast, they probably, I know like I remember reading a lot of stuff when it's a very like specific story. They say like they're like they the cast gets so much input into their characters and into the world. And you can tell the world is like that's why it reminded me of Avatar because the world is so detailed. I I loved going to each different part of the like I love how it was a dragon. This is a very good movie, and I'm trying. There to- are plot holes though. There are plot holes that I did have problems with. But at the same time, like I sometimes oh, well I had to hear them. I, I maybe I, I have I missed them, but a lot of times with the plot holes, yes, I'll count into it how much I like it. But at the same time, like. It is a kids movie, and I just like like I watched recently The Croods too, and I was like, okay, cool, it's 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 cute, but like Disney and Pixar, I don't think go down to their audience. I think they just make a movie, and like that can be seen by all, by like that can be understood and appreciated by all. And I think that's where Disney and DreamWorks differ. Yeah, but um, but- also I'm sorry before you said the plot holes, but I just want to say like also this is a very like very few times like you usually attach to like the comedic relief and stuff like that i also loved raya yes I, th- I thought she was really good i thought like it was weird like the voice acting this is when you need like i feel like an oscar for voice acting because i feel like the voice acting felt like acting it's not just like they were getting a paycheck you know yeah but sorry it's excellent yeah say your plot holes plot holes the two biggest ones have to do with two of the characters boone and noi who is the baby mm-hmm. so this takes place present after all the storytelling it takes place six years later how is noi alive um well, if she's just a fucking baby i mean the the what are the the, the mo- drones the drones could have gotten her parents later on like the drones were See, going, going just, for six years that's what i, I thought. just thought of that now i just thought of that now to be quite honest but she also lived in where was it talon yeah they were yeah. on the water she lived in talon which is surrounded by water now can I say my theory? So, what I thought when I when they told me this, I yeah. was like, oh okay, cool. Like I don't know why. Like literally, like a whole backstory went in my head. I was because I was like, oh wait, okay. I was like, obviously the mother and father, they had to go outside of the border walls to collect some some food or some nourishment or something, and that's a big no no. And the druids, boom boom boom, you're stoned now. The druids like reminded me of something. I don't remember what though. Like, they reminded me of something. Oh, that's a great story jimmy Thank you. <laughs> no but like you know i just thought of that now oh they could have gotten changed later mm-hmm. but like i because like during the whole movie i was just like wait how is this possible she's a baby and he's like a kid like that's there's no, there's absolutely no way but yeah now i get it so it might not be a plot hole i thought it was a plot hole you know it's but just... also beef no. baby was my favorite i loved her because it reminded me of my niece. And I was just like, oh, who's my, the name of my niece. Wait, I was just thinking the, of her the entire time. What's the other plot hole? I thought it was Boone. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean the little, oh, I thought you were still talking about the other baby. You mean the, no, no, the no. ship kid. Yeah. I was like, he's okay. too little. 
So, but that's my bad. That's my bad. So this movie may not have actual plot holes. Um, what was your favorite land? Um, Spike. Alan. Oh, sorry. What'd you say, Kelly? I didn't hear that. Spike. Spine, you mean? Spine. Yeah, I don't know why I said spike. That was with Benedict Wong, right? That spine? Yeah, because I just, first of all, it was a very funny scene. And then two, it was really sad because he's the last of his people. I would say talent because like, weirdly, it seemed like a futuristic city. Just because the colors they had in it, like, it seemed very weirdly futuristic but on water and i was like well that would be i would choose but it seems okay, very well, like then you you need to go to thailand then because <laughs> well, that exists already i would probably love it but also i feel like i would get like pickpocketed in thailand a lot like a lot yeah so kelly have like i mean you probably like have you gone to other like countries over there like uh, east southeast i've never been there but my parents went there because i'm curious like what other what like what heart right like what heart kind of like uh which one the, that one most closely uh like that references jungly so i don't know like what about like um tail? i think heart is cool i think heart is closer to honestly like probably indian just looking at the architecture mm-hmm. of their or malaysia that's what okay. i was thinking like, like or yeah and then spine, I think, was Nepal. What about Fang? Oh, Fang! I don't know. That's the one that's like futuristic. I, that one, I'm I'm not sure of. I was getting a lot more Filipino, um, Nepalese, um, Thai Thai vibes. So I understand why people were upset, though, like about the cast. But I mean, I mean, yes, I understand why people are upset. But at least they didn't cast white Singapore, people. Malaysia. But at least they didn't cast white people. That's also. It's sad that we have to applaud that, but people would still probably do that. I feel like they'll be like, "Oh, what? oh, like what's wrong? Like you can't see their face. Like that would be some. That would be an executive's like reasoning." Also, like when I was watching it, I was like, at first, I didn't realize they were all gonna like kind of get together and travel to each one after, mm-hmm. and I was like, I hope these aren't just gonna be like fillers each city and like it's just like to fill the movie because i was like but luckily it wasn't because i was like the whole baby thing the trailer made it seem like it was just kind of like a cute scene in the movie no but i i, I knew that they, they were gonna all come together i didn't know that so that's why i was pleasantly but surprised the trailer didn't really give much away because i actually didn't realize that the she was gonna meet uh why can't i think of the dragon's name right now sisu sisu, sisu? Yeah. but why? she's with her in the but throughout the whole movie i did, I was so quick before i thought she was gonna not come in like she was gonna find sisu so quickly oh uh, yeah same also i mean that was and i also thought that interesting the way they designed the dragons because they were not like a typical dragon i feel like you would think of which i thought was very like creative shrek dragon yeah <laughs> no but this uh, this I, seems I, more like 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 asian culture and that might like, like chinese new year like and that might be it yeah uh kind of i guess so they were that's what they were i kind of got like, from them they were softer than i expected mm-hmm. softer i expected them to be a little bit more fierce but they were very soft and elegant yeah it seemed like she was the most like soft it seemed like they were all a little more serious you just got never got no, to she really was, know like, them the baby i think yeah the goof no she wasn't bunch. she was the goof oh no you're bunch. right you're right you're right she wasn't the baby but actually this is what i have to give major props to especially aquafina is the fact that instead of going the typical route of her being like, because at first when you first meet Zizu, they kind of like make it like, oh, she's like the odd dragon out and stuff. But no, that wasn't the case. She wasn't the odd dragon out at all. Like her brothers and sisters respected her and they loved and supported her. So this wasn't like, uh, and she didn't screw up anything, you know, like usually, didn't you guys get the vibe when she first was like, 
you know, you in the group project and you know the one that doesn't do yeah. as much as everyone else, but they get the credit. And then you kind of got that vibe like, oh, she's the screw up dragon. But that wasn't the case. She wasn't the screw up dragon. Her brothers and sisters respected her and she completed her job as she was supposed to. She didn't fuck it up at all. It was people who messed up. And I actually have to give like major props to that. because I was like, that's not usually how these type of movies go. Yeah. You know who did screw up? Raya and what was Gemma Chan's character? Namari. They Namari? had to kill Sizu. Can, can I? Can I? Can I tell you how much I hated Namari? Like I, at first, I was like, "So well, Raya, I'm like, you're a little stupid little girl. Why are you bringing her to the yeah. the freaking gem? <laughs> I know. I was like, you like, met her like three seconds Raya. away, like three seconds ago, and you bring her to the gem. Like that ain't gonna work out. And then when she went to go get the last gem piece from Namari, I'm like, she's she's not gonna listen. She's just gonna do what she's gonna do and. And she did. She killed Sisu. I know, but can we give like major props to the fight choreography? The fight scenes were so good in this animated movie, and usually they suck majorly. They were good, but like, also like I feel like animated movies it. have the best opportunity to make good fight sequences because you don't have to worry about no, like the laws were, of physics. Like, like no, but these were like legit type fight sequences. Yeah. They weren't. They weren't that out of character. Only like the flips and stuff. I have to but say, they really weren't that out of character as ha- compared to real life i have to say though like as much as i like knew things were gonna get fucked up between namari and like rye i was like there's something like it's just gonna bl- like come to a blow but i was like every time they got together i was like they're gonna fight and it's gonna be cool and the music's gonna be really good and i'm gonna have a good time I, watching it <laughs> about the music i freaking loved this score it was a really good score oh my god it was amazing i think who the f- who was this the the choreo Composer, thank you. I'll get back. To I you had I had seventeen different words trying to come out of my mouth. It is the final score battle between Nomari and Raya. Oh my god, I loved it. No, it I was like, so good. I think my favorite score is when they're trying to escape Tail on Tuck Tuck. Oh, okay. That was yes. my favorite score. Okay, wait. It's that's reminded me of the Indiana Jones ride, and I was like, I want to go on this ride now. Um, James Newton Howard. Oh, okay. What has he done? He's I know the done name. A lot. Wait, I'm going to tell you what he's done. Oh, he did like King Kong, Dark Knight Rises, The Dark Knight, Batman Begins, I Am Legend. He did not do The oh. Dark Knight. Oh, I'm sorry. It just says music department for those. The yeah, last like Hans said. Zimmer did The Dark Knight. What are you talking about? Um, oh, wait, he also did the Hunger Games movies. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, that first Hunger Games movie had great score. Yeah, okay. So he, he's... He's a good composer. He's Yeah, but then he also did like Green Lantern. I don't even remember that, so... No offense to him, but sometimes you gotta make some money. Okay, the jobs might not be rolling in as much. There's a lot of composers out there. Sometimes you gotta make the money to make you All to right. get you to the next step. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. But I will say, I was watching this and I was like, why didn't Disney like push it back up, push it up one week to get Oscars? But then I was like, literally the best animated features would have been Disney Pixar, Pixar, Pixar with like Wolf Walkers, Wolf Walkers, and I'm like, okay, they, it's a waste. Like, also, my my feeling is they knew, they knew New, they they knew that New York theaters were gonna open this weekend. I had that feeling. Do you think they told them? I think they were discussing it with New York, and that's why they they put it out this weekend. Yeah, well, because they just happened to open when New York theaters opened up. People are like Disney had to have known. But also Disney put it on Premiere Plus. I think if they would have, because I really think they're not happy with like putting stuff on streaming that is supposed to go to yeah. theaters. I which I get, but at the same time, like you need to make money. Like why not put it? I want to see it also. Like e- until everyone can get a vaccination. Until there's enough for anyone to just get it, you shouldn't put only in theaters. I'm sorry. Because, like, 
that's just unfair to people who literally don't have the option but, to get it yet. But people also, but the theaters are like, it's not fair. Like you're still, yeah, but you're still. But people's health is still is yes. more important than going to the movie. Theater. I understand that, yeah. but then Disney needs to be like, oh, okay, so we're gonna do it on Disney Plus for premiere access and in theaters, but we're still gonna treat the theaters like it's a normal normal Friday in the in the summer. So you know they have to be in the biggest theater for at least two weeks. They have to guarantee two weeks, and the and they have to give sixty percent back to the studio. So I mean, it's 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 not like they're. Disney's not helping. They're, Disney's not helping either. I know, but at the same time, like I think if you're gonna, if you want to do theaters, you have to do it like, um, like what HBO Max or Disney's doing, where either pay or not pay, you have to do simultaneous to give the people who have vaccines and are comfortable going to go, and people who uh, like a, a issue that they literally cannot go until they get a vaccine. Like it's so booked up that they have the option to see it. That's the same what I say with Black uh, Black Widow. I say they should do simultaneous release, but I don't think that's gonna happen. I, I mean, I actually like Paramount's. Like deal is it's on streaming forty five days after. Universal's fine too. It's, 50, it's fifteen yeah, no, days after. Universal's they have to give you the option to give you both. Who I'm trying to think who hasn't done anything. Like I think Lions. Sony. So yeah, Sony just pushes it back and pushes it back. I'm like, okay, but then you're gonna have a point where it's like but your Sony, movies aren't gonna make as much because Sony it's movie to movie, a, movie to movie. No, to movie. I I I don't agree with that. I agree with the fact that it should be simultaneous. It shouldn't be forty five days in the theater and then not on streaming. Like that's just unfair to the people who are choosing to stay home to protect themselves but i will say yes i agree with kelly like i think the the simultaneous release is the best option but i'm happy at least like like sony just is pushing their stuff and i don't think they want the most money out of everything and i'm like at least universal and paramount are doing something i think the hbo and disney thing is the best route that the way to go but at least they're doing something because Sony literally has pushed all their movies and then they're going to come to 2022 or 2023 where there's every week's a Sony movie and you're losing money because your other movie is now getting seen less. But Sony doesn't have a streaming service to put them on. I think the other thing is HBO and Disney Plus have the money. Yeah. They have the they have the means to do it. So I mean, versus Sony and who are we saying? Paramount. Like, also they Universal. They Universal has the money though. Mm, do they? Yeah, but they're what I, I like what that they're, what they're doing is good. It's two weeks after you they put it online on need to rent. Yeah, but like Raya, Raya and the Last Dragon is just like and HBO Max. Like I just feel like like the returns that they're getting from the movie theaters, but the movies that Universal is releasing and Paramount in them, like are they seeing big returns at the theaters? Like, is know. that helping at all? I don't know. They haven't. I don't think Paramount's really released a film yet, and Sony hasn't. Uh, Universal, actually, they're doing pretty well. The Croods has, like, Are the they? highest uh, the pandemic a, yeah, box the, office the right Croods now. The Croods is at... What, how? It's like $50 or $60 million just in theaters. Domestically or Domestically. Worldwide? Domestically. How long, but the cruise has also been out since like how long? November, but it was number one like two weeks ago because nothing's out, but it's, it's still a, a decent yeah, performer right but now. but that's... What, that's an accumulation over like five months, so that's it's not terrible, but it's also not great either. So I think it's really just a matter of like I don't know. We're in such a weird time that doing numbers is just like no, yeah, I, I don't know who's benefiting or not. I just think that if if they're going to do it simultaneously, they need to if and if they're like doing it to help the theaters out, they need to um they need to work with them and be like, okay, you know what if we keep it the same way as we've done, like we'll give you like maybe 5% of the all access money or we'll, or we'll lower it. Like you, you only give us like 
30 or 40 percent instead of the 60 percent and you can keep the rest for yourself i, I, I just, think the theaters need to lower the private rentals for first run movies i really do think they should i actually think disney's making them charge a certain amount that's why if you go on and look raya's sometimes like three to three hundred and fifty dollars but isn't that what wonder woman uh, was? yeah yeah, yeah, Wonder Woman was like three hundred. But I know Disney, like Raya, is is different. Or they're just all the studios are making them pay that much. That's true. Yeah, I think once it's pretty much you're able to buy it online. Like I know, Promising Young Woman just went down to ninety nine dollars. So and you can just buy that on on now. Jimmy, why aren't we renting a theater to see Promising Young Woman? In I theaters? don't know. Let's go. Okay. Also, I want to say. Disney, once again, did something stupid. I don't know why they keep... I think we talked about this on like our group message, but like I don't know why they keep saying, on Premiere Access on March 5th, but in... On June 5th. In June 5th, you can get... I'm like, what? But like, you're literally like... Stop say doing it, that. Say it two weeks after, or say it after the first big weekend. Like, say it after the first week it's out, then say it. But I'm like, saying it months before it comes out is literally detracting people. Like, and it's a good movie, and you're literally hurting a good movie now. Because like, this is... I mean, there's not a lot of movies out. This is one of the best since, since like Oscar contenders have stopped. Like this is like now, the big movie of 2021. I think it is, technically the highest rated movie of 2021. Yes. So, I don't know. I just Disney has to stop doing that because it's really annoying me. Because I'm like, you're hurting your like chance to do more premiere access. Like if you want that to be the continuation, you have to do that. Mm-hmm. But, but every, everyone will know at this point. Like three months later to the day, it's gonna be on. Well, if they weren't fucking stupid with Mulan. They wouldn't know that. I think they think that they're going to get more subscribers. That's why. And that's more important versus the premier access fee. Maybe. I mean, I, I don't know their system, so I, God only knows. But I wanted to say something about Raya. And then this little topic got me heated. Well, Raya. I love the ending. Yeah. I like the scene where they all turn to stone. That like got me in the feels. Like, got me tight. <laughs> and that gave me Guardians vibes. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. 100%. Yeah, and the purple, the dream was purple. I, I, I just thought that right now, but I yeah. just thought, like, oh, that's like Guardians vibes. Like this I was movie, also like, did you low key were like, oh my god, did they just lose? For a split second, I was yeah. like, oh my god, did they just lose? No, but then I, I was like, it's a Disney movie, so they better not. That they would all come together and and be and be relentless to fight the drones. I was happy though when she brought her father back, and she's like, hey, I'm older now, and I was like. <gasps> Oh God! This I hope he recognizes. I think it'd be what, weird do, if he saw a girl crying, staring at him, like, <laughs> "Who are you?" Everyone, <laughs> this is very important. What is is I don't remember if I'm saying it right. Binturi, in the movie, what? they call everyone like. Is that supposed to be like bitch? Are they calling everyone bitch, but in like a Disney way? No, I just thought they were calling them like that's like the sl- it's like a curse word. Yeah, I was not I was bitch, I was, I, was like, I googled it to see if it it meant something in another language. No, because there was not. a Ninturi, I think there was also. There were like two different sayings of it. Oh, I, I no, it was like Binturi. I think is just like a a name for like a bad the bad name, and then Depla or something or is maybe. like I think is like friend or something. Oh, okay. I don't know. I have to say, like, I'm starting to equally like the old movies with the new movies. Like, cause there's Moana. There's like I can even consider Prince and the Frog like a newer movie because it's it just hit ten years. But I, I mean, I guess that's not new anymore. But like Moana. Like the Frozen ones, I like. Um, I like Tangled. I like this one a lot. But then I also like Lion King, Beauty and the Beast, and all those stuff. It's like it's starting to become like equal. I feel like the. When you say Lion King and Beauty and the Beast. Do you mean the live action? No, I mean like I like the older Disney anime movies, and like I'm starting to like the newer ones just equally. Like they're they're starting to pile up equally. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm, yeah. I understand what you're meaning, but I don't know if I agree with you. But I understand what you're now, saying. Now, Jimmy, big question. 
is Rye and the Last Dragon better than Frozen or Frozen 2? Can I tell you during the movie, I was like, oh, this is just as good as Frozen. Can I tell you what I was thinking? What? Did Jimmy like this better than Frozen or Frozen 2? Because it's very, it's better than Frozen well, Frozen 2. It's better than Frozen. It, it, it ties with Frozen 2 because I, I liked Frozen 2 what? a lot better. Yeah. Oh my God, I hate Frozen 2. <laughs> Wait, so where is this? I know Beauty and the Beast is like your number one. Is it still? Yeah. Okay, so is it like Raya in Frozen 2 like your number two? It's it's up there, yeah. Wow. It's in the top five. See, so then you sort of agree with me, saying like the newer ones, if you have a top five, your newer and older are going to be yes. inter- intermingled. Yes. But you said you don't really ne- necessarily agree. Well, I mean, Lion King, but... Lion King's amazing. Lion King is we can't talk. not up deserving of the no, top No, I'm spot. still down for the Disney Renaissance movies over the newer ones. I felt like there was much more to them. I feel like Raya is like a good step in the direction back to that. Mm-hmm. Like not being afraid to touch upon like the dark side of like humanity. Like Maybe we'll it's find not like- all fucking roses and shit like that. And I hate Frozen 2. I know that went dark too, but I hate Frozen 2. But Maybe also- we'll get a Black Cauldron remake and it'll be really dark. So Just have Tim Burton do it. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> No, but I I really because Dumbo wasn't great, even though I know you two loved it. I like Dumbo. I didn't love it, but I did like it. Um, What Disney needs to learn from this is saying like, hey, like we just we can make princess movies still, but we don't need to make it musicals, even though I love the musicals. But like you could have now like a nice mix of action, like making action movies with princesses, which is like kind of what Brave did in a way, but not really. Brave missed the mark. But like almost kind of weave that like musical action to give people variety. I think th- I think then they'll be like you could be making Dis- Disney princess movies. I mean they're they're been making them for the ages, but like making them for like a lot more ages. Well, I want to say before we rate it, I want to say I have I was finding fun facts for it, and I literally ended up being just all numbers. So I call it now Raya by the numbers. Um, it is the first Disney princess movie of 2020, uh, of the 2020s. Sorry, the last being Frozen two. It is the the sixty. It's Walt Disney Animation's sixty-second feature film, and the first one of twenty twenties. It's the ninth Disney animated feature film to be, not be based on any existing work after The Lion King, and this is Walt Disney Animation Studios' first fantasy theme. First, it's a tongue twister. First fantasy theme film since The Black Cauldron, not to be a musical. And I, I don't agree with that one because it's, it's a fact. Zootopia was a f- pretty much fantasy themed. But I wouldn't say that's fantasy. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put that in the same category. Okay, but animals exist, Jimmy. Do dragons exist? Maybe, but we don't, we don't know. We don't have proof, so we, we, that's we why it's fantasy. To, no one's been looking for the dragon gem. But I will say, I will say that if your last non-musical movie was The Black Cauldron, based on what I've heard about this movie, I can see why they sucked the musicals. So <laughs> I'm glad Ryan brought that 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 nice non-musical trait back. I mean, I would. <laughs> I, I thought if if, if Ryan just would have started singing at one point, that would have been interesting. It was just it was a good movie overall. I was gonna give it an eight point five, but after talking, I'll give it a nine. Kelly, I will give it a nine point five. I was gonna give it a nine, and that's a nine point two. Woo woo! So I mean, it is top shelf. It's so good. I'm dancing. No one can see me, but it. Yeah, he is dancing. dancing. I don't like it. Yep. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't. I feel like we covered a lot of topics on this one. We went all over the place and then back around. But, um, guys, thank you so much for listening. Check us out, Pop Horror Review Movie Podcast, anywhere you listen to pod, uh, podcasts. Uh, social media is at Pop Horror Review. www.pophorreview.com is our website, so click around that. And we are on Patreon, uh, talking about a lot of extra things. So come and listen to us there as well. Also, listen to the Titan Media Collective because there are so many other amazing podcasts on there. And we will see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.
was a Titan Cast episode.